fucking do it, man. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. This is your host of Beyond the Well, Austin Smedley. We are back. Finally, it has been a hot minute since we got uh, any episodes rolling, but well, the world is ending. Might as well talk about some philosophy, huh? Might as well. Best time. It is best time. Oh, sorry, everybody. Yep, it is me, one and only Christian Viegas. Yep, that's me. Don't wear it up. Yeah, so, I got yeah, my brother here exactly. with me. Excited about it, man. You've been on a couple times, and we've had some some good talks, but we definitely haven't experienced uh, Armageddon like we are now. But it's oh. been interesting. Whoever thought Armageddon would look like you just chilling in your barracks or me chilling over here, sipping on some uh, some whiskey or some gin and tonic, whatever the deal is. Oh, man, I wish I had some gin right now, man. I think it's fucking mixed drink right now. Ooh, man, son of a bitch. But I only got right now on snaps. <laughs> well, like I had mentioned to you earlier, I uh, have not tried schnapps myself, but definitely will be here soon. Looks like you're having a good time. Uh, so, <laughs> like I've already mentioned in uh, like uh, every social media account on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever has already expounded to Helen Beck, uh, the world is ending and it's been a good time. How has the quarantine been treating you out in North Carolina? I mean, you, you definitely seem like you're living uh, the best life, so to speak. <laughs> All right, man. Let me tell you, you know, one thing that's really cool about living in North Carolina would definitely be the fact that the fact that it's more rural, you know, compared to California, it's a lot more city-based. You know, of course, you have some rural parts in California, like where we live, Ontario, where it's more, you know, it's uh, more or less farmland. We live in the suburbs where it's really close to the cows smelling nothing but shit and piss and cow shit but uh uh can you hear me yeah i can hear you. you're good uh, there we go sorry it's the fucking uh title change we uh, had some interesting uh technical difficulties to anybody out there starting something up yourself be prepared to do that i had the benefit of having quite a few people helping me out and aiding me when the beginning of beyond the well but oh boy is it a whole different uh process learning to do things on your own but it's it's one that's very very rewarding uh will hopefully be more rewarding as time goes on but continue sorry to cut you off there brother (laughs) no you're good man no yeah fucking being in north carolina is like i said it's a lot more rural so things are still open of course there's still sanctions and whatnot there's still restrictions you know you gotta go wear a mask of course north carolina it's a lot more republican so they're not really too uptight about you wearing a mask but um I mean, as far as the Marine Corps goes, I mean, we're split up into A and B teams, so I'm, not, I'm day crew. Uh, my roommate's actually night crew, so for our unit, that's how we're doing things. I got up further today, so right now, this is going pretty smooth. I mean, I got up at 1 o'clock. You know, I'm usually not off till 5.30 or 6 p.m., and I got to go to bed at 9 p.m., wake up at 4 in the fucking morning, but you know what? Hey, it is awesome. This life is good. I like it a lot. I'm active, eating good. You know, which is entirely your choice. But North Carolina is pretty cool, as I said before. I mean, uh, definitely a lot of things to do here. I mean, if you're active, if you're active, let me tell you, there's a lot of things to do here. I mean, I made friends with some southern motherfuckers here, and they know how to party for one thing, and, fish <laughs> and cook. And let me tell you, I got my, I got my hands in some fucking cast iron pots. Damn, nothing cooks lamb burger like a fucking cast iron skillet. Let me tell you, it is some good. Shit. Shit. That is some good shit right there. I fucking love it. My, my one of my buddies has Dawson. He's from Kentucky. He has a uh, Dawson in the Marine Corps. He has this fucking uh this 
it's a meat grinder, right? She, you know, I, I buy a, I try it. I go, hey, we always do beef. I go, let's do lamb. He's like, all right, what do you want to do? I go, well, let's do lamb ass, right? Me joking around. Grab some lamb chops and whatnot. So I ripped some off the bone, threw it in the grinder. That shit came out. Ground meat. I was like, all right, cool. We got some lamb burger, got some feta cheese, got some blue cheese, some fucking uh, all kinds of weird crap. And that shit was a bomb ass burger, let me tell you. Also, too, first time I ever been fishing, uh, it's weird though, because out here, when it comes to marine bases, lakes are really polluted. So, uh, <clears throat> you didn't hear that from me. Anyway, uh, all we caught was fucking stingray, man. We still eat that shit. Weird taste, but it's like a steak. That's the texture of a steak, stingray. Pretty good. Sounds like definitely something I'd like to get in on at some point. I mean, geez, it's been a lot less interesting out here. I mean, I was working, I shared with you, I was working a job at a college out here and I wound up losing that job because of the pandemic thing. Like the hour cut was just so substantial. It's like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and move on. And thankfully (laughs) I'm in a position now to where I'm a lot more financially secure and I was able to actually turn around and invest in something that actually mattered, which we were talking about uh, briefly before the pandemic and being kind of locked in to one place and not being able to go out and move and all this other stuff, it leaves you with the very rare opportunity to sit back and reflect on you. Most importantly, you, where you are, what you believe when, when shit, it's the fan, you're really left with just yourself at the end of the day. And you have only yourself to really rely on. It's very important. And I think it's been very illuminating, uh, this time of quarantine, not really being able to go out and do very much with very many people, at least you're not supposed to, but um, it forces you to sit back and reflect and to think about the things that actually matter. And like you were just saying, like learning how to fish, uh, cooking with cast iron pots and spending time with people that you genuinely really want to spend time with. I mean, the things that a lot of the other bullshit that you deal with and think about on a regular day-to-day basis, like get up, go to work here, talk to these people, meet this this guy for coffee or whatever. Like whatever t- things that you wasted your time on before, they're put into focus and you really realize like what is important and what isn't and what needs to be fixed and what needs to be worked on as opposed to what doesn't. Like I said, you're, you're with, left with yourself ultimately at the end of the day and you start reflecting on the things that actually matter to you. And that's I'll segue on into it anyway. I mean, that's what beyond the well and getting this started up again really was for me. I took a step back like since October, November was the last like episodes, like actual recordings that I had put out at all. And I was being assisted. I was in a very different place at that time. And I've basically just undergone a complete journey that's by no means finished, but it's just been accelerated because it's like, Oh, Hey, all of a sudden I'm left with just myself to, to face at the end of the day. And thinking about things in a religious or spiritual way uh, like I have for most of my life and kind of been locked with blinders on and just viewing the world with those two things realize just how incredibly limiting that is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Your uh, perspective does mean everything. I mean, uh, one thing you really turn to look to is family and I don't mean blood. You know, cause you know, uh, personally, uh, you know that I know that blood doesn't mean that you're family at all. You know, I've, I've known you for not even that long in terms of how uh, the connection that we have as kindred spirits. But uh, honestly, man, like a uh, family is not to be taken for granted at all. You know, like I said, I've had a, an uncle that passed away from COVID-19, but that's, that's that. 
you know, no, no use in bitching about it. That's just the way it is. But uh, as I said before, also, it does put things into perspective and spending time with your family, your loved ones, the things that you fucking love makes it all much more sweeter when you know that it can just be taken away real quick. Real quick. And in the blink of an eye, as a matter of fact. Oh, most definitely. I mean, the, the things that we value, the things that uh, we invest in, that we invest are actually just made a post about that recently. Uh, when I went to Europe, I was fortunate enough, like I, I went right before all of this hit, like right before I went in, we went to England, uh, Iceland and Ireland. So we started out, we took off from LAX and we flew into England and then we were there for like three days. And then we went to Iceland where we spent New Year's, which let me tell you, I have never been to a place quite like it. I mean, it was like returning to a home I didn't know I had, returning to a place I didn't know I longed to be. It, it was just a, in terms of perspective, it just definitely completely revolutionized my perspective on uh, life and what is true and the search for knowledge and the search for truth and just realizing how massive the blinders I had on were, you know, just how closed off I had allowed myself to become to any outside input. And uh, instead of the th just the things that were in front of me were all I was focusing on, but being able to get out and see parts of the world that y you can look at pictures, but they don't do it justice until you're actually standing there staring out of uh we went to Thingsvidir in Iceland, and I'm very sorry if I butchered that, but that's just how I remember it. And, like I, I remember standing on the edge and looking out over this like frostbitten land with ice cap, snow cap mountains, and just feeling a sense of peace that I have never felt before. Just completely changed your perspective and realize that there's there is in fact so much more out there than you really think until you're standing on the edge, looking out at the majesty before you just wondering and thinking about all the things that have happened here, your place there, what you're doing there, the fact that you're actually there. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. And there's no way to describe it other than incredible. It is definitely incredible. I know that feeling too. It's almost like uh, your blood is hounding for that spectacular feeling. I mean, <laughs> it is definitely outstanding when you get to experience that it's uh, uplifting and freeing definitely freeing most of all though the feeling of traveling i mean even when you're that feeling when you're on the airport when you're when you're traveling when you're walking to the airport and it's crowded and you're with your friends that feeling alone for me does wonders i mean imagine that feeling you're just with friends that you know and you are finally going and traveling and you're gonna go see this awesome fucking place that that's a good film. That's a feeling to fucking die for. That is an awesome fucking feeling. Almost, well, right? uh, dude. Like, let let me tell you. One of the things that got me like it got me reflecting on too. The last uh, before the hiatus, the last post that I actually made on social media under this uh, this name was in Ireland because we had just landed in Ireland. We had just spent New Year's there, and it was a picture of me. I forget the exact name of the the waterfall, but I remember just posting that up. And I took a look at the um, demographics, actually, of Beyond the Well and just getting an idea of where our list, like where my listeners are. And it, I got to look and we had, of course, the United States was big, Canada, uh, Norway, Sweden. And I, I really got an idea. Like looking down this list, I'm like, there is, that's incredible. 
the fact that there are people all over the world that have, even if they listen to it, we're like, wow, this guy's annoying <laughs> or whatever the situ- situation was, is the fact that you're able to connect with people in such a broad way, like just simply sitting behind a microphone and speaking or behind a camera and speaking is able to train that message transmits all over the world. And it's really mind blowing to consider that like this vehicle beyond the well, this thing that I started last year without any expectations, had no clue what I was doing, just like I have no clue what I'm doing now. Uh, Just figuring it out and putting it together and letting it be a living, breathing organism that is apart from me, but is also one with me because it's just so integral to my personality. It's so integral to who I am. And it's so important to me because I, I beyond the well is an identity, but it's also something that just organically just happened. It's something that was birthed without much of my input at all. It came from me, but it's also, it's just the way that I view the world. It's the, the search for knowledge is how I put it in a post that I made recently. The search for knowledge, like the name beyond the well as a reference to Mimir's well in Norse mythology, the uh, place that Odin gave up his eye, gave his eye to Mimir to access the well in order to gain knowledge. And what I found so inspiring about that was he sacrificed a physical part of himself, gave up his eye for knowledge. He sacrificed something to obtain knowledge he wouldn't have otherwise obtained. And I think my sacrifice, of course, I'm not going to be pulling the eye out of my face anytime soon. Uh, unless I'm given a good reason to. Um, but I, I think it's so liberating and to, to look back on the journey that I've gone in just the past couple of years and to look at the knowledge that I've obtained and what I've actually sacrificed for it. Because you and I, we, we I, you've been my brother for several years now, and we've both had a lot of up and da- like ups and downs in terms of like relationships and study and you with the military, me with uh, college or whatever it is that we're doing. There's been a lot of ups and downs. But knowledge itself doesn't come without a sacrifice. And sometimes that sacrifice is your comfort. Uh, I think that's like the spirit of beyond the well, more so than just being, okay, this is a podcast. Like, no, it's a little bit more than that. To me, anyway, it's more than that. It comes from a place that is hungry and that is willing to sacrifice uh, illusions, willing to sacrifice sense of self, willing to sacrifice security in order to obtain something I wouldn't have otherwise obtained. That's the important part of it to me. That's, that's what it's always been. And I think being locked away behind doors has allowed me to see that. It's definitely an intimacy. It's also intimate, especially for you. You've always been very, you've always been one to, to uh, cast your feelings and your, your intimate words. You always had a way with us, with speaking in your mind. And, and, and even in high school, and motherfuckers would just be like, damn, this motherfucker's shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, they, they just they just lose their shit. Like, holy fuck, this guy, this guy is poetic. And you and I both know that. I mean, we we still talk to some of those fuckheads in high school and shit. You know, uh, Kyle and all them fucking uh, skinny fucks. But, uh, if you're watching this, by the way, or hearing it. <laughs> Almost definitely. <laughs> I think there definitely is a portion of people that are uh, – uh, just thinking back, and I often do that because I remember you mentioned earlier you're a very, very sentimental guy, and I think we have that in common for sure. I, I often do the same thing. I look back and I think, art. I mean, come on, man. I mean, me, the the fucking. I mean, from looking at a piece of art, a romanticist piece of art, or w- whether it was one of Anton LaVey's paintings, or 
or one of those beautiful athletes. We, we, we love the history and we can, me personally, I, I know you too, you can feel the energy that's in that piece of, of art. You can feel the energy that was put into it. You know why? Because we have that sense of, because we know what it's like to put, to take your blood, your, your sweat, your time and put it into an inanimate object, right? No, into a physical object and to say, this is something that I've created. And this is something that you've done personally with Beyond the Well, your writings, your journalism, everything that you've done so far is proof of that. It is proof of your hard work and everyone has loved it. I personally have loved it. I'm so pleased and happy to be a part of it as much as I have been. Most of all though, I mean, beyond that, it says something about us. It says something about you too. More so the fact that we love the journey. And the journey is fucking everything. I mean, I feel nothing if I was physically staying here all day, bitch and moan and complain about, oh man, I wish I was home, etc. But you know what? I do things around here. I get. To, I want to fucking know where I'm at. I want to know the state that I'm in. I want to know what the culture is. I want to know what the hell I'm dealing with. I want to know what I can do more. And let me tell you something. I have learned a lot of shit here, being in this fucking green rural ass mosquito infested fucking state it is awesome it is fucking awesome there's nothing, states like this nothing but adventure if you're an adventurer and that's exactly what me and you are we're adventurous and that's exactly what you felt too also when you were traveling you know internationally that sense of of journey right and and with friends too is a really fucking special thing it's an awesome feeling too. It's a sense of, I don't know what, what I want to call it. Like if I was to put heaven in a word, it would be mystical and then yet free. I think that is the best feeling I can describe the most self-emancipated feeling ever is to be free, but then yet to also have a goal. I mean, what are we, I mean, humans alone, we get depressed when we're not doing something with our lives. We get depressed when we're not going after something that we don't want to do. Even if you're not doing what you want to do, but you're doing something and it pleases you, you know, like I never thought I would fucking love catching catfish with my two bare fucking hands, but let me tell you something, it's a lot of fun, and you would think, who the fuck can catch a goddamn fish in murky ass water with two fucking hands? That, those motherfuckers bite too, let me tell you, they fucking bite, they fucking bite, they will bite you, all right, I, fucking, I, I was naked too, by the way, that shit was fun, I was like, oh, for sure. <laughs> I always am awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's like either I walk in, like, oh, he's busy, or uh, <laughs> streaking through a middle school, no, that's or just, lighting a Christmas tree on fire on New Year's Eve. I mean, I want to serve drinks at the bar naked. I mean, just feels so fucking free. But that's a good example too. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like it's so out of the norm. That's what we fucking live for, man. That's what yeah. we live for. I mean, people. A lot of people are are, are fucking afraid to. To just be eccentric or just be fucking you, who gives a fuck? I mean, I'm not saying sensitive. That's a different topic. I mean, I met, I met a lot of people who are very sensitive and it's very annoying because, I mean, to me personally, it just tells me you don't know, you don't know life, man. That's, that's me. That's my personal opinion. And I'm making that clear right now. That's my personal opinion. You know, if you're sensitive and everything I say or everything that anyone says bothers you, whether it's a joke or, oh, well, that's not really socially acceptable, then that's an example and that's a, a red flag to me that you're not really as uh, interesting or as crazy or fucking mad as I am. You know, let me tell you something too. One thing I love about Albert Einstein and a lot of these fucking 
you know, these, these new world artists, I mean, like Elon Musk, et cetera. I mean, you ever notice that one, one particular aspect they all share is that they seem fucking cuckoo, the people who are just bland, but they're not fucking cuckoo. They're, Maybe they are just a little bit, but that's oh, interesting. I mean, that's interesting. We want a little bit of interest. I mean, the people yeah. who allow words or ideas to, to make them as uh, horribly uncomfortable and, and afraid, quite frankly. And that's one of the things I, I can think back. Like, that just got me thinking about, like, what was it like when I was a 14-year-old kid in high school really trying to figure out what I believed? Like, I remember I've actually spent the last couple of weeks, like, refreshing myself and reading through, like, The God Delusion by Richard Dawkins or God Is Not Great by Christopher Hitchens. Uh, this, this lovely little tome right here love Christopher Hitchens uh, style. And then of course you got like Sam Harris and like basically the, the four horsemen of the new atheism movement. And I, I really found myself like just wondering because I spent the last couple of years kind of in like a spiritual uh, limbo, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, trying to figure out who I was. I felt like I almost had a midlife crisis at, you know, 20, 21 years old. And I, I think that's a very valuable thing. You know, I, I have, to me anyway, I've fluctuated a lot. I've gone through a lot of different phases of my life that have left me looking at the world in a different way. But I've always had something in me that wanted to understand on a little bit deeper of a level. Like I grew up, um, like most people, I grew up in a Christian household and I was taught those edicts and those ethics. And I was like, okay, you know, oh, I didn't. Really, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't want it, which is a story I definitely want you to tell because that was hilarious. Yeah. But, I will. Um, uh, yeah, dude, it's been reflecting. I've spent a lot of time reflecting on what is or isn't important and what do you actually believe, which is so fascinating. I, I, it gets me thinking about like the uh, old Carlin routine, um, like entropy. It's like, I, oh, I, lo I love it when like, you know what, when things are bad, they're interesting, they're entertaining. And that's ultimately kind of what it comes down to is entertainment. That's how the media spins it. Uh, it's what social media is a great source for, whether it's an injustice or not. You got to admit, we're in interesting times. And those interesting times illuminate what you really do believe, what you really, really think. And I had been kind of playing a, like playing a role for a while. You know, like I have researched so many different things from uh, Satanism, the occult, um, Anton LaVey's work, obviously, uh, a lot of pagan stuff, like in Alsa True and Celtic mythology, and kind of got into my own roots and started analyzing what it was that I where I came from, my spiritual roots, like what did those have to hold? And I left that behind and went on to something else and eventually rediscovered like Christianity and started researching that and getting into it and really trying to get myself to believe this thing because the idea sounds nice, but, uh, and I can openly, openly um, admit that I got caught up in the idea of it more so than the actual edicts, the actual ethics that I ultimately just at the end of the day, didn't really click, didn't really believe in. I really wanted to. And I think part of me was really searching for a community of people to try and understand me. But how is anybody else going to understand you or where you're coming from if you're not willing to take that and apply it to yourself? Like stop trying to fill your life with outside influences, with outside things, outside viewpoints, ideas, whatever. You got to take a step back. And this is something that I found in agreement. I was in agreement with, with uh, Eastern philosophy, which is the concept that you need to take a step back and let things sit, let the water still, let the dirt settle 
within you and then take a look at you. You try and fill your life or fill your mind with outside influences. All you're going to have is other people's ideas and words in your head. You have to sit back and let things settle. You have to sit back and analyze who you are and what you actually believe. Not just what you want to believe or would like to believe, but what you actually believe. In times like these, when the world is turned upside down, that's when you figure out what that actually is. You find out what you really do value. I value the family that I have. I value the brain that I have that questions everything to the last letter, to the last word. And doesn't let anything slip by without being questioned. Every found- single fucking thing. And it is beautiful. It is exactly. Beautiful. And one of the things that, and this would be a great time for you to tell that story, but one of the things that I found so, uh, even like, again, talking about reflecting on my roots, like where did it, where did this journey for me start? And it started with me with atheism and uh, Satanism. That's what it started with. And I was getting myself to think like, what started this journey? Because I think it's important to, look back at your roots to discover where you are, uh, where you came from and why you're going in that direction. And I found that the mindset of the Abrahamic religions, um, the very anti-questioning sort of mindset. And we even had like the, again, the new atheism movement with Hitchens, Dawkins. And then on the counter side of that, we had a Christian apologist, although he's was long dead at the time, but he was frequently cited uh, CS Lewis and um ken ham and uh ken ham and then uh like william lane craig a lot of these guys went head to head with each other but beyond that beyond like academia and their rather poor arguments that they put forward um very anti-question and it's easy to find yourself feeling lost in that and that's where i found lost i felt lost i was sitting you could i remember sitting as a kid in church like what is going on right now and then you'd ask questions and you'd be either, you know, shamed for it by the church staff or you'd be directed to go talk to someone else, which I would do. And they would have the same answers that I found unsatisfactory. You just kind of, you get yourself, you find yourself lost in this world that you feel like none of these people have any idea what's going on. I don't believe what they're telling me, but they're telling me I have to believe it or X, Y, Z is going to happen to me. And I think uh, your time spent in uh, confirmation will have some tales of that same phenomenon. <laughs> Uh, confirmation. You know, I I, uh, I do appreciate those who are, well, in a way, in a very weird way, I do admire those who are able to just say, you know what, it's all going to be okay. And I feel the same way, but not because there's a God. I'm not saying I don't believe there is something out there. What, I'm, what I am saying is that life is too grand to just say, you know what, at the end of the day, whether you're good or bad, you're going to end up in a, either hell or heaven. But life to me, I don't know. It's To me, to my perspective, it is too mystical and grand and fucking beautiful and chaotic. Just say, just, you know, it's just, it's just the way we personally are. Like I said, as kindred spirits, as far as conflict goes and as mysticality goes, especially when it comes to me, I don't want to know where I go when I die. That's the fun of it. That's the fun of it. And I love exploring. I love learning. And if I, if I was to come right now to a fucking dogma that really restricts my mind, which people don't realize, people can say, oh, you can still, you can still explore those things. You can still explore those things, even though. Only you know, if you accept these premises. You can't exactly explore right. them. You can only explore them if you already accept what you say you believe. You can't go beyond not, that. Exactly. And that is totally contradictory. Many believe they can do that, 
But if you are mentally solidifying yourself, oh, well, this is going to happen anyway, you're not really opening yourself up. As a matter of fact, you're not opening yourself up at all. At the end of the day, you're saying, well, this is going to happen, so I'm okay with exploring this. You have to get deep. You have to get nasty. You have to rip your fucking guts apart. Let me tell you, me, me and you personally, we, we have ripped ourselves apart. Spiritually, physically, we have fucking been through it. And it has not been easy. Let me tell you something. Uh, and this is not, I'm not saying boot camp was fucking hard or it was fucking, oh my God, I hate it. No, but you know what? It, it seemed almost not important. Like, like I, I care about the organization, about the organization that I'm in. I really do care. I, I, I love the strength and brutality it has when, when it comes to it. But when it came to being in that training, it was like, man, me, me worrying about whether or not I'm going to get blasted or I'm going to get fucking tripped over or yep. It is really irrelevant to how I really feel about life. And me being away from my family, me being away for three and a half months, people I love, people, you know, people I used to associate with every day, to being around a group of people who are just, just different, people I don't know, but ultimately share the same idea. But we're also in conflict with themselves too. And you can feel it. I mean, people that you're in the same platoon with and you can feel the conflict you can feel that they're not really sure what the hell they're doing. That's the feeling I hate the most. You know, I mean, shit, just enjoy the fucking, the men you have around you. Enjoy that, 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 you know, going back to confirmation though, I have to say, uh, the reason why I brought up me admiring those who believe is because me being a confirmation, I love the religion. I love the artism of it. I love the rituals of the Catholic faith and, and the Christian faith as well. Um, However, it just does not match me. You know, me going through, uh, through confirmation in those classes, uh, I'm not going to say I was forced to, but of course it was to make my mother happy. And, you know, she's family, of course, so I'm, I'm going to see, all right, let's see what the hell's up. Let's see what, what, what this has to offer, right? Um, and it did me some good because I was able to question a lot more and it put me through a lot of, trifles and I was like you know what like you know do I really believe this do I really want to go through with this <laughs> at the end of the day um when it came to confirmation when the bishop was there and he was confirming everybody saying do you accept God and then I looked up and he was about to put his hand on my forehead and bless me to acknowledge me as like a true believer in the Catholic faith I put my hand up and I went and I softly just pushed his hand away and I walked away. I don't even know if anybody caught that. The only one who saw it who was there was was uh, was our mutual friend Liz. She was the only one that fucking saw it. And then my parents, I was like, oh man, I was as I'm walking back up the road, I, I can hear some, you know, some faint <gasps> as I did that, right? So I'm, <laughs> as I'm walking back up the fucking aisle. As I'm walking back up the aisle, I see eyes staring at me, and I I, I, I kind of swore my family would be like, oh, you're fucking dead. You know, I was like, I was ready for that shit. And I was like, hey, this is what I really believe. Like, it was, you wanted me to go through this shit. I gave it a shot, but I'm not going to lie to people and say, I'm this neck. Because even though it seems faint, oh, you know, just go through with it, even though you don't believe it because it's rude. No, I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm not, I'm not a fucking liar. I'm yeah. not a fucking liar. I'm not a fucking hypocrite. That's not me. That's the last fucking thing I'll ever goddamn be is a fucking liar. And no, that showed that. I didn't receive exactly. that. I don't yeah. believe I'm not ready for it yet. Whether I believe it or not, I'm not fucking ready for it. And when I got to my, when I got to the top row, my family's there. They're like, "Oh, congratulations!" And I'm like, 
you know, I was relieved because I'm like, you didn't see that. Cool. All right. So, we'll <laughs> but honestly, they're probably going to fucking hear this. Like, cabrón. You know, Spanish means like motherfucker. cabrón. No, really. I mean, one of the things that I found uh, within like Christianity in particular, I searched and I, I've been on a search for a while. A lot of people have told me I'm searching, I'm seeking. And I think for a long time that was accurate. You know, I was uh, a lot of personal issues I was working through, uh, like past traumas, whatever. And you become aware of those things the older that you get. And you start, uh, especially having the brain that you and I have, where you're questioning everything, that you're thinking about things in different ways. It's natural that you're going to come to a conclusion that, oh, hey, I'm, I'm a little screwed up. These things that people are telling me, they're not as simple as they seem on the surface. Eventually, I found my way back uh, to Christianity. I was like, you know what? I'm going to look at this. I'm going to experience this from a perspective that I didn't have when I was younger. I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to see how this goes. And ultimately, I found the same thing. Uh, I was just pretending to be something that I wasn't because just by my nature, it won't allow me to have this thing that a lot of people have called, you know, faith. It's very important to them. And I, I, I can't be a liar either. You know, like I can't play the part. I can't sit there and say, you know, you know what? I'm just going to tough it. Like, no, because I'm sitting in the back of my head thinking like, yeah, I don't buy this. The more that I researched, the more that I studied, which is in my nature to do research and to study because I'm a staunch believer in the principle that if you say you believe something, you better be able to defend it. And you very, you should absolutely know what it actually is. And that's different between me and you and a lot of people. I mean, people, people won't never fucking admit it often. But you know what? One of my motherfuckers that went out there and got the blessing and received all that. I mean, they, let's be honest, at least 6% of them didn't really, at least 50% actually didn't, didn't believe the shit that they were, uh, they were uh, believing into and they were being confirmed into. Do me a favor and speak up just a little bit. Oh, yeah, of course. The, at the end of the day, here's the thing. 50% of them at least who were getting confirmed that day of the, of the confirming, the confirmation actually, were dressed in your nice suit and all that. At least 50% of the people that were there that were getting confirmed didn't even believe in it. They were still questioning it. And to me, I think, you know, if there is a God, hey, let's be honest. He would at least preach the fact that, hey, you didn't fucking lie to me, okay? Being honest, all right, cool. You know what I mean? I think that's the more honorable thing to do. You know, I, I don't like lying. I, you know, me personally, I fucking hate it when people fucking lie to me. It really angers me. Like, don't fucking lie to me. If you don't want to hang out or if you don't want to fucking, if you don't want to do this, don't fucking lie to me, okay? Just be honest. I get it. Humans are, humans are humans, okay? But to do that shit, to me, is, is disrespectful. I mean, if I was to actually go up there and receive a confirmation, honesty and be like oh yeah i'm cool with it but i don't really believe it. that to me is disrespectful people could think oh well you know you you push the bishop's hand away that's disrespectful and i'm like no i go i was i went to the classes i wanted to see what was up i wanted to see what i can do and at the end of the day uh i didn't want to do it so me pushing the bishop's hand away wasn't me going ah you know fuck you or no it was uh me selling me saying to myself and me telling the world hey i'm not this isn't for me at least not yet. I don't know what the fuck. I don't fucking care. I'm on the journey right now, man. Let me do my goddamn thing. Let me fucking... It, it's my fucking choice, right? It's my choice to do what I want to fucking do, right? I want to explore. I have a lot more within me. You don't fucking know me, you know? And that, that goes for anybody who's listening to this shit, man. Don't let anybody fucking tell you otherwise. You got one fucking life, so don't, don't take advantage of it. Don't fucking sell your beliefs. Because I mean, you may think it's not going to do a lot to you, to your mental health. But imagine this shit. If you fucking sell your health, dude, if you fucking 
tell, tell yourself, oh, I believe in this, but you really don't, that's going to lead to you questioning, oh, shit, well, should I really have confirmation? Should I really? Every day. And it's going to fuck with your head. You know why? Because I've seen it with a lot of guys, a lot of people in my confirmation class who didn't really believe what the fuck they're talking about or what, the, what they were teaching. And I told them, I go, if you don't believe it, why the fuck are you in confirmation? Oh, well, well, please, I'm mother. Well, please. I get that. Okay, but this is like self-respect right here. This is this is this goes beyond self-respect, you know. This is you, you lying to another religion, saying, "Hey, I'm." This is me. This is like me going into a Buddhist. It's no different than me going into a Buddhist temple, saying, "I believe in Buddha. I believe in the teachings of Buddha. Let me please receive the teachings." And then you walking away and being like, "I oh, fuck this guy," you know what I mean? That it's the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. There is no middle ground. There's no middle ground. I gave it my shot, and I. I, I gave him a shot and I, I went through with it, okay? And I'm not ashamed of it. I would have done it again. I would have gone through with it again because I'm like, I ain't no fucking coward. Same time, though, I'm not going to lie and say, I'm going to receive this confirmation. I am this, I am that, I am this. No. No, 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 no. This means everything to me. Ritual is everything to me. And I deflected that, that blessing because whether or not I'm not ready, it's not me. And it will never be me. I'm not going to say yes to something I don't believe in because it's not me. I like the conflict within myself. I like exploring. I like the fucking mysticism. I like not knowing. It keeps me going and it keeps me fighting every fucking day. Every fucking day. And as, absolutely. as far as um, be, like staying true to yourself, and you mentioned mental health too, that's a big one. Because if you're stuck in a position where you feel like, I have to believe this thing. I have to fit into this group. I have to do all the... You're gonna find uh, you're gonna find yourself a lot more lost than you thought you were when you started. That's exactly how I felt, and it's exactly why I left the faith. <laughs> and, and the thing is, we've already been through that shit. Even though I, I, you know, before confirmation, went to those classes, I was already. Oh, come on, man, I was a fucking altar boy, man. Come on, I was already like, you know, this seems kind of like rep repetitious. You know, I get it; they mean a good thing, but at the same time. And I ain't no fucking idiot. I mean, humans are so complicated. You can't just throw some fucking holy water on them and say, hey, you're going to be good, man. Or, even though even though the Christian faith isn't really saying that, it's saying no matter what, God's going to take care of you. Well, you know, maybe I don't want to be taken care of. Maybe I want to know what I can do for myself. And not everybody thinks that same way. Everybody's okay. Maybe God is going to take care of me. Maybe, maybe I, you know, if I believe in him, or maybe not, I'm still going to, as long as you're still in the game, like my father used to tell me every day, like as long as you're still in the game, that's what God cares about. But you know what? I don't want to be in the fucking game. I want to know what I can fucking do for my fucking self. And I think that was the proper <laughs> lesson to take. Exactly. Take it like even like an apologetics route. The things that like, again, I had mentioned it a little while ago. The more I researched it, the bigger of an issue that I had. And it's always come down to questions and uh, unanswerable questions that can't be dismissed by, oh, just have faith, you know, which is something I've been told a million times. And I remember being like 14, 15 years old and asking these questions and getting the same disappointing answers from people that I was told would have them. And even listening to academic debates, which again, like I mentioned earlier, Hitchens um, and William Lane Craig, that's one of my favorites. Sam Harris got in on it too. But like, it all comes down to the, the questions, like just looking at this from a, a, like a uh, like is, is this actually really like realistic is this something that can actually happen can logic human logic dismiss it and that's ultimately kind of the questions that i came down to things like why would a god create creatures that he knew he was going to damn to hell anyway why would he permit such 
uh, tremendous amounts of suffering to occur when he didn't have to to begin with. And you'd be met with like very disappointing answers or again, just to kind of have faith or you'll never really know. So just just have faith despite those things. I'm like, you know what? That may be something you can do, but that's not something I can do. Because if I can't get past these questions, there's something that is going to severely inhibit my ability to believe these things. And ultimately, again, it comes down to, are you willing to sacrifice the journey to have an answer right now? And no, absolutely not. But I was trying again to find a community of people that I found out I really didn't have much in common with anyway. And the path of someone who has a mind like you or ours or someone who is, who is constantly questioning everything, all the information that they're getting, it is, I wouldn't use the word seeking or searching anymore because once you let go of all those insecurities and let go of these obligations that you've been taught to have, all, basically using religion and spirituality to give yourself an identity, which is p- like, pathetic enough. And that's uh, quite honestly what I was doing for a long time. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was kind of lost sight of that in search of something greater than myself in search of something beyond my understanding. And there most certainly can be something like that. I wouldn't put it past it to exist, but at the same time, you need to search from an honest place. You need to search from within you first, because if you don't have an understanding of who you are, you're, searching aimlessly and you'll accept anything and that is a very dangerous place to be honesty and self-respect it goes a long way and people say this shit all the fucking time and nobody thinks about this shit which my is fucking mind-boggling but like it just goes back to the example i'm saying let, let me say this all right just believe in this and and you'll still have some no, no 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 when you like you said when you believe in something that you don't really believe you're not giving yourself that self-respect nor are you allowing yourself to that mental emancipation, but like, you know what, let me explore other things. Let me, because you're not really learning. You're not really learning, and then you're just spitting yourself. You're just spitting at yourself, dude. That's it. That's all it is. You're just spitting at yourself or saying, you know what, man, uh, even though I'm going to believe in God, I'm going to see what I can do for myself. But it's not, that's not really what you're saying. You're saying, uh, you're just saying that you're scared. And you're saying that you're scared. And you know what? Life is too, from my perspective, life is too fucking grand to be scared of that kind of shit. I mean, really? And if you find yourself in that position, if you find yourself like, I've been a part of this belief system for so long, I don't know what life looks like on the other side, I'm afraid of what I might find. One phrase or quote, I can't exactly point to who has said it right now, but one of the phrases that I live by is a faith that can be broken should be broken. And that applies to everything. That applies to mental health, that applies to religion, that applies to political ideology. If you're position can be disproven or it can be broken it deserves to be broken because what you'll find on the other side is an honest answer it's an honest answer whether or not you like it it may be a lot more comfortable to continue believing the things that you or continue down the path because honestly if you're finding yourself at such an impasse where you're like I don't know what to do. If I keep going down this path, I might lose uh, the religion that I have, the beliefs that I have, the family that I have, whatever. If you find yourself at that impasse, you already crossed the line. You already accepted the fact that what you say you believe isn't in fact what you believe. If you're in that position, push past it. Push past it because you're going to find an honest answer at the end. I'd rather live an honest life that is filled with uncertainty that is filled with chaos which it is anyway life is already filled with uncertainty and chaos whether you believe in something higher or not or you're saved or not you're still going to live a life filled with chaos and uncertainty believing in believing in anything isn't going to solve that or isn't going to fix that but you need to approach it from an honest perspective you need to be honest with yourself 
and again, you're faced at the end of the day with what you actually believe when shit hits the fan. And when shit hits the fan, you got to learn to love what you see in the mirror. You got to learn to love the person that you are. You got to learn to love that and accept nothing else. Because in any other, any other perspective, any other way you try to go, you're going to be denying yourself. You're going to be actively refusing and pushing away parts of yourself that are integral to who you are. If you live a life like that, you're living nothing more than a lie. You need to examine who you are, examine the traumas that you've been through, the problems that you have, the mental illnesses that you may experience. You need to analyze those things, accept them for what they are, take actions to work through them, and then move forward from there. Fuck, Otherwise, man. you'll you'll be a sucker who will believe anything. Fuck, man. Exactly. I mean, come on, man. I, I think, therefore, I am. Don't be fucking afraid to think. You know what I mean? I mean, the reason why that's a fucking actual saying, I mean, come on. He's, this comes from, a, I don't remember fucking who, okay, whoever the fuck is listening to this shit, don't get mad at me, all right? I don't know who fucking said this, but I think, before, therefore, I am. All right, there's a lot of fucking memes that shit. The fact that we have what we see today is because motherfuckers think. I mean, come on, man. Even, even, <laughs> the Dark Ages are a good example. Come on, the Dark. Everybody was afraid to think us of the box. Oh shit, we shouldn't experiment with this because it's fucking evil. It's, you know, hey, come on. That was Dick Carr, by the way. Huh? Dick Carr was the one that said that. Dick Carr, thank you for that. Yeah, I, I mean, you read so much. I mean, you forget who says this shit. I mean. Uh, it's so widely spread, man. Like I just, I'm sitting right here next to a bookcase that I bought, and it's filled with all kinds of books. That you've got the history of the Knights Templar, you've got the God Delusion Revelator, uh, you've got Awakening Osiris, which is the Egyptian Book of the Dead, the Manson File, Plato's The Republic, Dianetics from uh, the Church of Scientology. There's so many ideas out there. Yeah, it's fucking beautiful. So, it's so fucking many beautiful. ideas have, out there. All those books we have fucking discovered. With some R adventures alone, man. Dianetics, fucking Hollywood, 2016. 20, no. 17. No, 17. 20 fucking 17, the year we graduated high school. Hi, Rainy. Come on, man. She was fucking Hi, awesome. Rainy. I'm Hi. Rainy, like Rainy Day. Hi, Hi. Rainy. <laughs> yeah, she was awesome, man. But this is the kind of thing people don't think about. That. I mean, the, that day alone was so fucking free. I mean, I slept like a fucking baby. Do you know how it is? When you're trying to seep like a baby, but you're worrying about, fuck, today I didn't, I don't think I did what I was supposed to do. No, man, you got to live freely, all right? And you got to accept, too, we're going to fuck up, and we're going to fuck up bad. Do you be a pussy about it? Do you say, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, I should, no, fuck that shit, fuck that. Life is too fucking short to live with that kind of regret, fuck that. Obviously, because somebody, that's going to cause some conflict, you know, let's see, <laughs> let's see we're in the right, obviously, but, you know, when it comes to things like that, Honestly, man, like, that's the kind of shit that causes so many fucking personal and internal conflict with people. Like, you know, believing in shit that you don't believe. I mean, you got to explore. And as humans, we're supposed to do that. I mean, if you really want, if people really want to question me and fucking question us, say, well, you know what God thinks. You know what? You want? You really want to fucking know what I, what I think God thinks? I think he thinks you're a fucking pussy. I think he thinks you're a fucking pussy. The fact that you won't question your own shit just to find... Because you're not going to find out anyway if you don't question shit. That's what he says. He's like, I want you to fucking question why I created you. I think that's the, yeah, exactly. Like creation itself is the divine process. Just wrote about that a little while ago. It's the divine process. It's something that all creatives take part in. 
whether you're painting something, drawing, speaking in this format that we're doing right now, we are creating something. We are creating a dialogue. We are discussing ideas. These things are themselves creation. That is the divine process. We are taking Every part human. in it actively. Exactly. Every human has the ability to do it. Every human does do it to some oh, degree, yeah. whether big or small. That yep. process itself, that's the important part to me. That's what Beyond the Well is, and that's what it will always be. Even if there's no one listening, even if no one's interacting with it, it's just something that naturally flows and organically flows through me, through my voice, through my writing, through everything. It's an organic expression of the ideas and the thoughts that I have on a daily basis. And with that, I'm excited to be back at it, man. It's been a great time. It's been, the hiatus was what it definitely needed to be, but I'm very much looking forward to having other people on here very much looking forward to pushing that conversation forward because that's what this is all about. It's all about the talking. It's all about the discussion. It's all about the ideas. No stone unturned. Everything will go. Everything will be questioned. Everything will be examined and analyzed from every possible perspective. Cause at the end of the day, that's what truth is. That's what knowledge is. It needs to be examined without restraint and without uh, preconceived notions, without presuppositions. It needs to be faced honestly. Exactly. I want to say one more thing too before we, before we end this, but those of you that are scoffing and shaking your heads, I want to say one thing to you. If you really want to find the truth and God is real, let me tell you something. Create. Whether it's art, whether it's a fucking statue, whatever the fuck it is, create. Create and you'll find it. You'll find the meaning. I promise you that. Rely on the divine process. That's the most important part. Well, brother, it's been great having you on here. You'll definitely be back here, I have no doubt. And uh, I look forward to having some fun times with you very soon. I'm coming home soon, brother. Don't worry about it. Good talking to you again. Coming on here. Keep an eye out for a lot more interesting stuff coming. We're getting right back on the horse, and I'm excited to get back. So, my brother. Hell yeah. Good shit.